On today's show, insurance companies are not prepared for autonomous vehicles, Mercedes takes the wraps off its new midsize SUV, and why a merger between FCA and GM could be bad news. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for June 18th of 2015. Even though most major automakers and suppliers are developing and testing autonomous vehicles, most insurance companies are not ready for them. KPMG surveyed insurance executives and found that 84% said they don't expect autonomous vehicles to have a significant impact on their business until 2025. Nearly three quarters say they're unprepared for self-driving cars today and only 10% have a strategic plan in place to deal with them. Since autonomous vehicles and connected cars will dramatically reduce traffic accidents, this could cripple the automotive insurance business. But if automakers have to assume liability for autonomous cars, insurers have the opportunity to start selling insurance to car makers instead of to car owners. To help cut emissions and reliance on diesel fuel, Japan is pushing for more liquefied natural gas in commercial trucks and ships. Reuters reports that Japan wants 10% of the 300,000 trucks used for long-distance hauling to run on LNG soon, with plans to increase that over time. But it needs to build up its infrastructure. Today, there aren't any vehicles that run on LNG, and only 44,000 use CNG. But not everyone is on board for the switch, and for now the government will not offer subsidies for LNG trucks or for the infrastructure. Hey, make sure you tune into AutoLine After Hours this afternoon. That's because our special guest is Craig Metros, the exterior designer of the 4GT. So if you've got any questions, send them our way to viewer mail at autoline.tv, and then join John and Gary Vasilash for some of the best insider discussions in the industry. That's today at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on autoline.tv. We'll be back with more right after this. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner, feel good about driving, Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles, and by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. As we reported earlier in the week, the former head of NHTSA, David Strickland, says the agency is underfunded, which is holding back its ability to investigate defects. But how would a larger budget benefit the agency? Strickland says NHTSA needs to improve its computing and analytical power, especially with autonomy on the horizon. He tells Autoline, and I quote here, you're going to be dealing with not just crashes in cars anymore, you're going to be dealing with simulations because you're having cars that are making decisions for themselves. How do you figure out that system is rigorous enough? End quote. So does David Strickland believe Congress will boost the agency's funding? Check out that interview on our website or on our YouTube channel to hear his answer. Mercedes just took the wraps off the second generation of its midsize SUV, the GLC, which was previously known as the GLK. The outer dimensions of the vehicle have increased and the wheelbase is more than four and a half inches longer. Even so, it's 176 pounds lighter. And where the GLK had a rugged appearance with hard, sharp lines, the GLC has a much more subdued look with more swooping features. The same can be said for the interior, less utilitarian and more elegant, except for that infotainment screen, 
which just looks like an afterthought plopped above the three heating vents. In the US, power will come from a two-liter four-cylinder engine mated to a nine-speed automatic. Other powertrain options will follow in 2016 and 2017. If you'd like to learn more about the new GLC, just click the headline in today's transcript, and you can look for it to start hitting dealer showrooms this November. And coming up next, John is going to share some of his ideas on this talk of Fiat Chrysler merging with General Motors. Here's a hint, he doesn't like it. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Even though it's not in the headlines right this instant, Fiat Chrysler is still pursuing a merger with General Motors. Reuters reports that both companies have turned to investment bankers to advise them, with GM retaining Goldman Sachs and FCA retaining UBS. Far from being over, this has all the markings of turning really nasty. We could even see FCA launch a hostile takeover of General Motors. So here's my Autoline insight. I see this merger as a troubling development. You know, back during the bankruptcies of GM and Chrysler, the Obama administration's automotive task force seriously considered merging both companies together. I was completely opposed to that move because it would have wiped out thousands of Chrysler jobs. Fortunately, Sergio Marchion stepped forward and said he would merge Chrysler with Fiat. Not only did he save Chrysler, that turnaround has been breathtaking. So it's kind of weird to hear him say he now wants to merge with General Motors. A year ago, Sergio said that FCA would not need another partner if it could get to an annual sales volume of 6 million vehicles. He said, and I quote, if we can get to 6 million cars, it's D-Day. In other words, at that level, he was ready for a full-scale invasion of the market. And FCA will sell nearly 5 million vehicles this year, so it's getting real close. If Sergio wants to slash R&D and capital investment costs, there are a lot of other alternatives to a full-blown merger. You want to slash R&D costs on electric cars? Ford announced it will let anyone license its EV patents. And Tesla says anyone can have its patents for free. If FCA wants to sidestep spending billions developing new powertrains, why not cut a deal with GM or Ford to simply buy engines from them? Or cut a deal with ZF or Getrag to buy transmissions from them? Heck, Chrysler already buys diesel engines from Cummins, and that 9-speed that it has comes from ZF. So the precedent's already been set. But there's a problem with this, too. If you want to merge powertrains, which Sergio has said he does want to do, you can kiss the credibility of the Hemi brand goodbye. Kiss the Hellcat goodbye, too. I think those brands have a tremendous amount of value. And that's the danger in all this merger talk. It looks great on paper because financial people are really good at capturing cost and documenting that cost. That's why they call it cost accounting. But finance departments are not good at capturing value. There's no mechanism to do so. And that's why a merger could destroy a lot of value that will only show up years later in the form of weak sales and eroding market share. Anyway, that's how I see it. What do you think? I'd love to hear from you. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and we'll be right back here again tomorrow.